With everything changing so rapidly in society today, it's easy to think that the way we lead must also change quickly. And if you're a younger pastor, you might even wonder what principles of the past still apply in church leadership today. Well, in this episode, we're going to look at four timeless principles to help you grow as a young leader in ministry. Stay tuned. Welcome to Church Tips, the daily show designed to give you practical ideas and strategies you can use to get better, break barriers, and grow the church. Thanks for joining us today. Now here are your hosts, Dick and Jonathan Hardy. Hey, got to tell you, back in the day when I was in my 20s and 30s, yes, that was a day or two ago, <laughs> I had a couple of guys, I just kind of stumbled into this, where these guys were CEOs in our community in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, they both were believers. They both loved the Lord, and they were in the secular environment in large corporations. One was, uh, they're both named Bob. So Bob Hauser was with the CEO of the principal group, and uh, Bob Plunk was the president of Preferred Risk, which is now Guide One Insurance. Mm-hmm. So every year I'd give those guys a call, hey, Bob, you know, uh, Dick Hardy here. Uh, and he they knew of me, uh, Bob Plunk. We were a client of, of theirs in uh, Bob Hauser just because of the community. We knew each other. And uh, let's, can we go grab breakfast or lunch? And uh, these guys always seem to want to do lunch. I'm a breakfast guy, but yeah. we did lunch. And I'd go out with these guys and literally we would just talk. Now, they were in their generally in their 50s so they're generally about 20 25 years ahead of me mm-hmm. and i'm talking to them as executives in uh, corporations that are way bigger and different than the church i was in yeah. but i learned so much stuff yeah why because i watched them lead i we would t- and and <laughs> And no one, no one went into those conversations thinking, okay, I got to learn this, right. or I have to learn this. But just in dialogue, yeah. I would learn things. I remember sitting with a, a guy named Del Kramer, who really uh, felt like a mentor to me in, in those years. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, we would walk construction sites together. We would drive someplace together. And just listening to him talk, it was unbelievable value. I will tell you, um, they didn't contact me. I had to contact them, mm-hmm. and that's an absolutely critical part of of, uh, of what a young leader needs to do to be better. Is you've got to connect with people. So I w- we want to jump into some things today that we think will help you as you're uh, moving forward and growing your own leadership skills. Yeah. Um, the very first thing is to do just what I did: find a mentor. But I'm going to suggest to you: don't call them that. So, you know, I'm not calling up Jonathan and saying, hey, Jonathan, would you be my mentor? Number one, that feels mechanical. And um, the kind of people you want to be with, they they will invest in you because they want to invest in young leaders, but they want it to be, make sense relationally. So now you could tell them, hey, I want to sit with you because you're a day or two ahead of me, which is a nice way to say you're old and I'm not. But you want to be with those guys, uh, guys or girls, and you have to initiate it. Um, you you want to uh, meet with them um, maybe once a year, twice at maximum. Don't abuse the privilege of meeting with uh, someone who's a senior leader in an organization. Mm-hmm. When you're with them, maximize it, right. but don't think that every month you're going to get to go hang well, out. What if, now, what if they offer? If, certainly if they offer. Okay. But not going to happen very don't often. Assume don't just, assume yeah. that you can just uh, tap into their time all the time. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, now, I will say, too, uh, when you meet with them, you've got to be prepared with things that you want to ask them. Sharp CEOs will throw things to you, and it will feel good when this chief executive is asking you questions mm-hmm. and they're probing and everything. Well, that's the reason they're a CEO, yeah. because they know to ask questions. You need to act that way, and you're firing the questions back and saying, listen, Bob, Bob, this is not about, you know, I want to talk to you about you. Yeah, and I think one of the things you can do is have your questions written down or typed up. Yeah. I mean, I remember back in high school and college time when I would meet with different pastors, ask them questions, uh, you'd even sit down with me and yeah. you'd help me. Okay, well, what are the questions I need to ask, right. these, ask these guys just because you're going in, you want to maximize their time right. and you want to have a purpose behind what you're doing. And yeah, that's really helpful. It's good. Second one, Jonathan, what okay, do you got? So the, the second principle here we have to pay attention to is do regular self-examination. Okay, do regular self-examination. So here's what we got to do. We have to look in the mirror. And as a young leader, it's important to constantly be looking in the mirror and, and not in a self, negative self-criticism way, but more in a how can I get better way. Yeah. In a way that says, okay, this is, this is the opportunities I have before me. This is what I'm doing in ministry. This is where we're at in life. And now how can I get better as an individual? And so maybe that means you know, you're looking at your life and saying, okay, you know what? I'm not really reading a lot of leadership books right now. Well, then, then start or yeah. Yeah. whatever it might be. You have to be willing to look in the, in the mirror and part of that is developing your why. And this is something that you don't hear, you hear about the concept of the why a lot, but you don't hear about people talking about your individual why. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why are, do you, you know, is it because you felt like God spoke to you at one point in life and you knew that you knew that you knew you were supposed to be doing this? Well, if that's your why, then you got to go back to that. And you, and you know, you have to remember that. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I think people go through life and they're just, you know, they're, they're working in ministry, they're, you know, pastoring people. And then they wake up one day and they say, well, why am I doing this? And well, how did I get here? How, how did this all happen? And so that's why it's important to be exam- examining your life regularly, right. consistently. So you have this greater purpose of what God wants you to be doing. And it's better to do it as a younger leader than it is to wait till you're in your 40s and 50s. And you're like, oh, man, oh, what? why am I doing this? Yeah. 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 Did I just waste a bunch of years? Right, exactly. So yeah, good. figure out that why. Right on the heels of that, the, the third principle I think we want to mention today is to be self-aware. Uh, you know, we all have blind spots. We all have areas of weakness in our life. And if we're not self-aware, then those things just manifest themselves all the time. And we have to be careful not to let those things manifest themselves, not to let those things be known and express that through our leadership. And it's easy. I don't know if you've seen this in in your life, but I know that I've seen leaders that I've been following their weakness. You know, people I've worked for over the years. They've got weaknesses. They have blind spots too. And it's easy to identify that in other people, but sometimes it's harder to identify it in your own life. And so that's why sometimes it's important to have someone close to you who can say who you are 100% candid with and open with, and you're allowing them to speak into your life. I mean, it could be your spouse. It could be a close friend. Uh, one, you know, Just someone that you have that can say, hey, I see this. And this appears to be a blind spot. You've been that to me, you know, where you're like, you know, saying, hey, you know, have, have you thought about this? And obviously that's a dad to son type thing that you're able to do. But the fact is you have to have someone who can do that, Exactly. you know. And so if it's not a father, or, then it's someone else. But you want to make sure that you 
have that self-awareness just as you lead in life. Exactly. Yeah, that's a great third point. The fourth point, the final one we want to mention to you, and this is not exhaustive list, uh, friend. It, it, there could there will be many more. But the fourth one we want to talk to you about today is to think big. Mm-hmm. Don't think small. So you're a young leader, and it, and young leaders tend to gravitate to thinking big anyway. That's yeah. that's good. It's uh, as you get older, you tend to you know start shrinking down. Don't allow that to happen. Right. Always think big. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you when I tell you the names of Edison, Rockefeller, Jobs, Gates, uh, Musk. What is it about those names that says small to you? <laughs> Nothing, yep. absolutely nothing, because they thought big. Yeah. They they fired out big. And if you're a young leader, you're pastoring a church, uh, God's giving you something in your heart, think big, express big, yep. and you're going to see great things happen That's right. as a result of that. That's so right. let, let's do a little uh, recap here of the these four. Number one things for you to do as a, a young leader is to find a mentor, but don't call them that. Number two, do regular self-examination. Number three, be self-aware. And number four, think big. When you do these things, you're going to see great things happen. And I want to mention to you on that second point that Jonathan was referring, uh, the uh, the uh, self-examination, you know, one of the things, if you haven't done this, I really encourage you to take the five-day leadership challenge. Because uh, in day two, we talk about the law of the mirror. Yeah. We talk about self-examination. It's a free resource for you. Just type, uh, just uh, put in leaders.church forward slash challenge, and uh, you can jump right into the challenge day one. You can do it today. Again, leaders.church forward slash challenge, yeah. and take the five-day leadership challenge. You'll find it to be great value to you. Uh, certainly, uh, we'd encourage you to subscribe to uh, the podcast on wherever, you, whatever platform uh, you're watching this. We, we've loved having you, and uh, we believe there are great days ahead for you as a young leader. Take these things to heart, and uh, you're going to see God do amazing things in, in your life. Anything to add to this, Jonathan? No, no, we're good. We're good to go. Make it a great one today, and be blessed. Hey, Jonathan here. Real quick before you go. Did you know 71% of pastors report being extremely stressed or highly stressed? 90% of pastors feel worn out working between 55 to 75 hours per week. And then get this, 70% of pastors say they have a lower self-esteem now than when they started ministry. Can you relate to any of that? In reality, everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership. So investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the Leaders.Church membership. It's your opportunity to invest in your leadership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you're ready to give your leadership growth a boost, simply go to leaders.church slash boost. Again, that's leaders.church slash boost. Well, thanks again for joining us today on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.